All right. Hey, fam. It is Phoenix Kalita. Welcome to the Wine Cellar. Um, just wanted to come back with some uh, international news for y'all. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> sounded like I was trying to sing DuckTales for a minute there. DuckTales, woohoo! Um, but yeah, you know, international news because stuff is happening in the world uh, outside of the impeachment hearings and outside of the United States. So, hey, let's talk about that, shall we? All right, so uh, South Africa is apparently having why every time I start fucking recording, someone texts me, calls me, emails me every fucking time. <sighs> I actually, you know, started recording this segment uh, twice already, and this is now my third time recording it because my phone wouldn't stop ringing in the middle and it was like just really bad audio. Here we are again. Anyways, South Africa, uh, there is a drought that has left millions hungry. In Vosburg, South Africa, residents call this drought-stricken community a, quote, forgotten town. The flat, dusty roads to Vosburg are surrounded by withered fields, and the streams feeding the community of a few thousand people have gone dry. Signs warn drivers of wandering cattle, but there are none in sight. The months-long drought is affecting most of southern Africa. The United Nations estimates that more than 11 million people now face crisis levels of food insecurity, in places like Zimbabwe and Mozambique, where two cyclones wiped out crops earlier this year. Among the hardest hit areas uh, is South Africa's Northern Cape province, where many farmers are struggling to keep their families and animals alive while revenue falls, but debts pile up. Commercial sheep farmer Louis Van de... Uh, I don't know how the fuck to say this nigga name. Uh, Louis Van de Murray? Murray? I don't know is 64, and broke down as he described losing more than 400 sheep uh, in the past two years because of the worst drought he's seen in 45 years of farming. Some animals died of hunger, others were prematurely sent to the slaughterhouse to reduce the number to feed. With tears running down his face, he said he now relies on donations of animal feed so the rest can survive. If we didn't have hope, we would not be here anymore. We have to have hope and faith. There are a couple times when we have felt that it was not worth it. Uh, Two of his fellow farmers have killed themselves due to stress, he said. The Northern Cape province will need over $28 million in drought relief over the next three months to assist 15,000 affected farmers, according to the Farmers Organization, uh, Farmers Organization, uh, A-G-R-I-S-A. So far, South Africa's government has pledged $2 million. Oh, well, all right. $2 million, $28 million, you know. The World Food Program says Southern Africa has received normal rainfall in just one of the past five growing seasons, with small-scale farmers feeling it the most. Some, like 55-year-old Gertruida Buffel, have resorted to sharing their own food with animals. For two weeks, she's fed two tiny lambs a mixture of cornmeal and water after their mother starved to death. When the Associated Press arrived at her home, she had just learned one had died. It must be because he's only been eating the meal mixture. This isn't their natural diet. Damn. Small children are hungry, too. At Vosburg's only school, the Delta Primary School, scores of children line up every morning for what becomes both breakfast and lunch, usually cornmeal, vegetables, and soup. Damn. While the school uh, food program began before the drought, teachers say it's become increasingly vital for the town's struggling families. It's very hard for parents to actually feed their children at home, said one teacher. In the regional center, uh, a few hours drive away, government officials spend their days trying to allocate money from the $2 million Provincial uh, Disaster Relief Fund. It is a daunting task, and some uh, farmers are in far-flung areas cannot be easily reached. Damn. So I guess uh, everything's fucked up, right? (laughs) Damn. 
Uh, many people have already canceled their insurance policies and medical aid in order to survive. Primary concern is to keep animals alive, so everything that is spared goes into feeding sheep, says another farmer. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, says a pastor named Jaco Haymans. Uh, the drought is even blurring the divisions left by the racially based planning under South Africa's apartheid system that ended 25 years ago. With a more affluent and mainly white residents living in developed areas and black and mixed race residents living in under-resourced townships. Vosburgh is no exception. With the stress of the drought, residents realize they need, to need each other more than ever to survive. Large commercial farms are sharing animal feed with small-scale farmers. The church now counsels everyone from well-off farm owners to farm laborers who fear losing their jobs. The end is not yet in sight. Uh, Christian Engelbrecht, a meteorologist with the South African Weather Service, says below normal rainfall is predicted for the country and southern the southern African region for the next three months. Damn. It's clear that Southern African farmers, water managers, and government entities need to prepare, says Engelbrecht. But, you know, climate change isn't real, um, so don't worry about it. Or something, so I am told. That's fucking wild. All right. Um, so that's what's happening in Southern Africa. Meanwhile, in China, two people got the Black Plague. Yeah, that Black Plague. Mm-hmm. Uh, two people in China are being treated for the plague, authorities said on Tuesday. It's the second time that the disease, the same one that caused the Black Death, uh, one of the deadliest pandemics in human history, has been detected in the region. Um, no, I don't want to see a pop-up. I would just like to read the fucking article if I could. In May, a Mongolian couple died from bubonic plague after eating marmot, uh, ew, which is a local health remedy. That, those things are like, um... Marmots, I've got to Google it, but I'm pretty sure those things are like fucking like rodents. Like that's like eating, I don't know, like a, like a raccoon or something. It just, it's a bad fucking idea. Mm -mm. All right. But yeah, so they ate a marmot. I think I actually covered that too. So that was in Mongolia in May, but now two people in mainland China are uh, being treated. The two recent, pa two recent patients from the Chinese province of Inner Mongolia. I don't even know where the fuck Inner Mongolia is were diagnosed with pneumonic plague by doctors in uh, Beijing, according to the state media uh, outlet uh, Xinhua. Probably said that wrong. <laughs> They're now receiving uh, treatment in Beijing's uh, Chaoyang district, and authorities have implemented preventative control measures. Hmm. Plague caused by bacteria transmitted through flea bites in infected animals can develop in three different forms. Bubonic plague is, uh, causes swollen lymph nodes, while uh, whew. Septicemic plague infects the blood and pneumonic plague infects the lungs. Pneumonic, the kind that the Chinese patients have, is the most damaging. Left untreated, it is always fatal, according to the World Health Organization. Well, there's something you fucking should know, I guess. Okay. So if you have the plague, get it treated. Otherwise, you will inev inevitably die. Hmm. During the Middle Ages, plague outbreaks devastated Europe, killing around 50 million people. Since then, we've invented antibiotics, which can, which can treat most infections if caught early enough. But the plague isn't gone, and in fact, it's made a recent comeback. From 2010 to 2015, more than 3,000 cases were reported worldwide, including 584 deaths. 2015 and niggas still fucking dying from the Black Plague. God damn. All right. The three most endemic countries are the Democratic Republic of Congo, Madagascar, and Peru. Peru? Niggas have black plague in Peru? Yeah, I'm learning shit with y'all. <laughs> We're learning together. I had no idea. All right. 
In the United States, there have been anywhere from a few to a few dozen cases of plague every year, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. In 2015, two people from Colorado died from the plague, and the year before, there were eight reported cases in the state. People died from the Black Plague in Colorado? What the fuck is happening? All right. Having caused close to 50,000 human having caused close to 50,000 human cases during the past 20 years, the plague is now categorized by the World Health Organization as a re-emerging disease. Ugh. According to the CDC, people usually get plague after being bitten by a rodent, a flea, carrying the bacteria. Infected animals like cats and dogs can also infect their owners. The bacteria persists because low levels circulate among populations of certain rodents, says the CDC. These infected animals and their fleas serve as long-term reservoirs for the bacteria. A 2018 study suggested it's not just rats that are responsible. The Black Death may have also been spread, spread by human fleas and body lice. Ew. There is currently no effective vaccine against the plague, but modern antibiotics can prevent complications and death if given quickly enough. However, a strain of bubonic plague with a high-level resistance to the antibiotic streptomycin uh, which is usually the first-line treatment, was recently seen in Madagascar. Excellent. So now the fucking Black Plague is evolving. We figured out how to let people live with uh, HIV, but now they're going to die from Black Plague. Excellent. Untreated bubonic plague can turn into pneumonic plague, a pneumonic plague, which causes rapidly developing pneumonia after bacteria is spread to the lungs. A recent report suggests researchers are exploring a variety of approaches to develop an effective vaccine. Since vaccine designs lead to different mechanisms of immunity, the authors conclude that combinations of different types might overcome the limitations of individual vaccines and effectively prevent a plague outbreak. Whew. Wow. Um, and then they just have, I guess, since we're already fucking here, a little for your information, how do you protect yourself from the plague? Uh, this article, which is on CNN.com, says key steps uh, for prevention of plague include eliminating nesting places for rodents around your home, shed, garages, and recreation areas by removing brush, rock, pile, trash, and excess firewood. Uh, report sicker dead animals to law enforcement. Do not pick them up or touch them yourself. If you absolutely must handle a sick animal or a dead animal, wear gloves. Use insect repellent that contains DEET to prevent flea bites and treat dogs and cats for fleas regularly. Do not sleep with your pets as this increases your risk of getting plague. A bunch of white people just said fuck this article because we know how white people are with dogs. Uh, finally, your pets should not hunt or roam rodent habitats such as prairie dog uh, colonies. Alright, well, there you go. Shit. Plague, it's back. What are you going to do? And then the last one I had, I think I had, if I can fucking find it now. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu, or uh, Netanyahu, if you're a long-term listener. <laughs> Remember that joke. Uh, thanks, Dan Badandi. Um, has been indicted uh, on three different counts. So What? Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was indicted Thursday on charges of bribery, fraud, and breach of trust, the nation's attorney general said. Uh, attorney General Avichai Mandelblit, I'm probably not saying this person's name right, announced the decision following lengthy investigations into Netanyahu's alleged dealings in three separate cases. Netanyahu is the first uh, Israeli prime minister criminally charged while in office. He's not required by law to step down, but he's likely to face severe pressure to do so. Speaking on live TV on Thursday, the prime minister said it was a sad day and that efforts to indict him equated to a coup. 
Nobody in power ever wants to be held accountable for the bullshit that they do. Fucking ever. Tonight, uh, BB says, we are witnesses to a coup. What? It's not a fucking coup at all. We are witnesses to a coup attempt against a prime minister through an investigation process, which is contaminated and, uh, I don't even know this fucking word. Ten, uh, I don't know that fucking word. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not even going to try to say it. Uh, the bribery charge could carry a sentence of up to 10 years, while a charge of fraud and breach of trust could each lead to a three-year sentence. In one case, Netanyahu allegedly accepted lavish gifts from two wealthy friends, Israeli-born Hollywood mogul Arnon Milchan and Australian billionaire James Packer, in exchange for political favors such as promoting the mogul's business interest or obtaining visas. The gifts from Milchan and Packer are estimated to to, uh, to more than one estimated to total to more than 1 million shekels or about $280,000. Mandelblit recommended the charges against Netanyahu back in March. The case in which Netanyahu allegedly received expensive gifts from two businessmen uh, was dubbed Case 1000. How many fucking cases are there? All right. For that, Mandelblit recommended charges of fraud and breach of trust. In Case 2000, the Prime Minister... Case 2000? Was there a whole fucking 999 cases in between these? What the fuck? I don't even know how they came up with these numbers. All right, so in case 2000, the prime minister is accused of agreeing to limit the distribution of one newspaper. Really? He's just fucking with the media like that. Okay. So he agreed to limit the distribution of one newspaper to receive more favorable coverage in another. For that, Mandelblit has recommended a charge of breach of trust. The third case, case 4000, so we just were skipping 3000, I guess. Uh, So case 4000, Netanyahu, while serving as communications minister and as prime minister between 2015 and 2017, allegedly intervened with regulators in a way that benefited the controlling shareholder of Israel's largest telecommunications firm in exchange for positive news coverage on a site owned by that shareholder. Oh, Hmm. he is also allegedly uh, has demanded negative coverage of political opponents. Wait, so he's using his position to get good media. So he's trying to do what Trump is doing with the, it's fake news. It's a witch hunt. All right. Weird how people in power all have the same fucking narcissistic ass behaviors in it. Uh, so in Mandelblitz announcement of the indictment, he urged for the protection of the legal system and called for the attacks against himself and his colleagues to stop. He added that, uh, he first announced his intention to indict Netanyahu in February and gave the prime minister's uh, lawyer ample time to prepare, defense, to prepare a defense. After reading their arguments carefully, Mandelblitz said he and his colleagues rejected most. At the end of Netanyahu's televised speech Thursday, uh, he said he will continue to lead the country by the letter of law as exactly as written. Um, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> All right, so anyways, that's what's happening uh, around the rest of the world. Anyways, um, let me get up out of here. I got some stuff to do, but thanks for hanging out with me in the wine cellar. Thanks for getting a little dose of international news, and I'm going to check y'all out later. Uh, Always remember, stay as safe as possible. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to someone else. And if you like the work we do, you can hit us up on paypal.com slash phoenixandwilliam, or you can hit us up on patreon.com slash Fund. All right. Y'all have a good one. I'm fucking leaving.